0: to infertility and beyond we are your hosts Amy and Sasha for us it has not been easy trying to conceive come join us on this journey as we talk all things infertility share our stories and the
1: stories of others bring you information surrounding fertility treatments grief and everything in between
0: we are here to connect and empower women as they navigate all things
1: infertility and beyond let's get into today's episode
0: Welcome back to the IMB podcast, guys. Today, we are doing an interview with the beautiful Crystal Elton. Crystal started her journey to motherhood a little later in life. She was diagnosed with endo at the age of 17. After finding out she had a really low egg count, plus three failed attempts at IVF, she and her husband decided to go down the path to using donor eggs. I'm sure her story will inspire and send hope to a lot of you out there. But guys, before we get into today's episode, we're gonna start with our fertility fact for the week.
1: Hey guys, Ash here. So the fertility fact for the week is around sperm. So sperm don't act alone in the journey towards reaching the egg. While sperm need to be strong swimmers in order to reach the egg as an end goal, they also by no means act alone in their mission. In fact, a good portion of a sperm's journey is helped along by the woman's muscles in her uterus slash womb, which naturally tense and relax to gent- gently coax the sperm along the fallopian tubes towards the egg.
0: Wow, mm. that's really cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Gives yeah. it a little head start. Yeah. You gotta have a strong um, uterus muscle Yeah, don't <laughs> so keep clenching, girls Go <laughs> <So, laughs> the gym for your womb. Um, <laughs> I love that. All right, guys, let's get into today's episode.
1: Uh Crystal, thank you for coming and having a chat with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to
2: be here.
0: Yeah. So tell us a little bit
2: about yourself, like your life, where you currently live, your partner. Um, so we live on the Gold Coast. Um, I've got my husband Chris mm-hmm. and we have our daughter Coco mm-hmm. and our puppy dog bison. <laughs> Uh, I'm 42. My husband's actually nine years younger than me. Yes. So, yeah, that was probably for us a little bit difficult at the start for us when we wanted to try and have a baby and Mm -hmm. when we wanted to have a baby as well, just with
0: him being a little bit younger. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And so maybe you could give us a little bit of an insight to to your fertility story, but maybe even starting from... Back when you were seventeen and you were first diagnosed with endo or endometriosis, I should say. Yes. Yeah,
2: so basically, from the start when I first got my period, I've always had really, really bad period pain. Like even now, having a baby and going through labour, probably the first two days of my period, that's it's intense, super wow. intense. Wow. So I think yeah, mum, we went to my GP probably maybe when I was fifteen. And then by 17, I went to see a specialist and then he recommended to have a laparoscopy done just to see what was going on inside because um, I think he suspected I did have endometriosis.
1: Because you can't find out if you have endometriosis until you have a laparoscopy. Hey? Yeah. yeah. So It's such a it... shame that it's yeah. such an invasive thing to rule that out because I know that a lot of women are not really sure if, if they have it or not. Yeah.
2: Mm. So... I was definitely keen just to get some answers on why I had such painful periods. Mm-hmm. Um, so did a laparoscopy, and then found out that I did have endometriosis. Did they
1: say that it could have been anything else, or did they? Like, I think suspect? yeah, they
2: suspected that pretty yeah. much from the start as well, because it was just basically with my periods. Um, and the specialist at the time basically just put me on the pill. And I didn't have to take my sugar tablets, so I didn't really get a period, maybe mm. one or two a year or something, rather than having that pain mm-hmm. every month. Because mm-hmm. so, would you still
1: get it on the pill when you would have the sugar tablets and have like a, I guess like a fake period?
2: Sometimes I would get like a breakthrough bleed, yeah, bleed, Yeah, but most of the time I was pretty good on the pill, Yeah. and for me that was like a lifesaver, like I would be so worried about getting my period just from the pain that I used to be yeah, well, like mm. going through
0: so like to the point where you can't go to school
2: you can't go to work yeah. like yeah. I used to
0: have two days off school two days off work as well
2: mm. so and I was just, lucky yeah, that my yeah, and, yeah. yeah well.
1: and were they quite regular like the you know typical 28 to 32 day cycle? Yeah. yeah when I was
2: younger definitely yeah. like still nice and regular but it was just the first two days I'd get super bad like and I suppose back, I'm 42 now, so back then they didn't have, I don't know, I didn't go and see a naturopath yeah or anything like that. It was just let's put her on the pill and that kind of worked for me as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I think I had another laparoscopy, probably would have been maybe five years after that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then from then on, I didn't really think about it and I just stayed on the pill. And yeah, that's just what mm-hmm. I did to me like.
0: Maintain the pain. Did you want to have kids this whole time, or were you kind of like, I don't care if I don't have kids, or was it something you always wanted to do?
2: I yeah, when I was younger, I wasn't super maternal, so I wasn't probably till maybe I'm gonna be honest till maybe I hit about thirty, yeah, that I was like, okay, I probably I don't know, just something clicked, and I was like, Mm. I definitely want to have a baby.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. And then I think I was... How old would I have been? 34. And Chris would have only been 25 when we yeah. met. So he was still quite young. Yeah. And but you're s- like, my clock's ticking. Yeah. But he's like,
0: oh, I'm still so young. I want to, you know, do young yeah. people things. Together. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So for us... And Chris also has um, rheumatoid arthritis. Mm-hmm. So he's on methotrexate. So okay. you can't have babies on that either. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. So that prob- that was probably hard as well. Um and then fast forward a few more years, I think we probably started thinking about having a baby maybe around when I was 37, yep. started thinking about it. But for me, I didn't actually go and get my AMH tested until I was 38. Okay. So did you
1: think even though you had endo, that I feel like everyone thinks even if they have an issue that they're still probably going to fall pregnant straight away? Totally. Yeah. yeah.
2: That was my mindset. Yeah. And I think probably when i was younger no one was freezing their eggs and there just wasn't the awareness about it at all mm, so yeah. i just kind of put it to the back of my mind and just thought when we're yeah, ready we'll it'll try. Just happen. that's yeah. exactly it yeah i
0: was yeah. so
2: naive um and then fast forward to 38 i was like oh i might go and get some blood works done went to my had you started trying at this point or no because no. chris was still on his medication as well yeah. and that was a for him to come off, like he, like, that's a big deal for him mm-hmm. to come off his medication, pain wise for him as well. Yeah.
0: Did is they it have a year? It? To, is it a year before you start to fall
2: pregnant? Is it to have to come off, or is it just like, trotolite? he? I think he's going to come off it for four months. Okay. Yeah, before we okay. started IVF. Yeah, yeah. To get it totally all out of his system mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, because that's actually a drug, if you do have a miscarriage, they can give you that drug to. Bring on a miscarriage as well.
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. So yeah. you definitely can't yeah maybe with it.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, 38 went to my doctor. I still remember this day. So, and yeah, I got all my testing back and my AMH was 1.0. And Chris was overseas actually at the time, snowboarding. And I was mm-hmm. devastated. Like, yeah, I didn't think it was going to be that bad mm-hmm. at what all. What should it have been? Do you remember? Oh, like, Remember? i don't know for my age definitely like you still i suppose 38 you definitely is hard to have a baby yeah i don't know if you've got maybe i think the chances maybe between five and ten yeah, percent well,
0: yeah so
2: i knew that it would be hard but i didn't know it was going to be that yeah. hard yeah um and my gp was amazing and i just said who is the best fertility specialist to go to so rather than messing around going to bulk billing Mm. we went straight to dr Kiong at monash i think we saw him pretty much a couple maybe even just a month after getting my amh results back
1: so were you just once you got that you knew straight away all right we need to get chris we need to get this going as well so
2: um saw him and he basically said that we can give it a try with my eggs but to keep in the back of our minds that we might need to go down the egg donor path. Mm-hmm. So and was that due to your endo or your age or both? Age, endo, egg quality as well. So endo affects egg quality mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. as well. So, I didn't know
0: that. Yeah. yeah. Did and were you told that when you were 17 or you're just told this at 38? Told us at 38. I
1: honestly don't think many people would know that. It's not something common. No,
2: at all. So, Mm. I mean, if I could reverse, I definitely would have done something a lot sooner. Mm. But, yeah, yeah, I just – I didn't know
0: at all. Well, I guess this is some advice to people on the podcast. Like, if you do have endometriosis and you're younger – I mean, you not even, you don't might not even have a partner, but maybe go and look at your options for freezing mm. your eggs so that you know when get, at you At least older, at the definitely. least, get your AMH tested yeah. and just monitor it. Um, yeah.
1: I know that it there is a cost involved in getting it tested, but like I
0: think it's eighty dollars. Yeah, yeah, but that like
1: when you it's think about it. the you know having a child and or or what you would have to go through later on down the track, it's nothing really. Mm. Like, yeah. it's bloody and even though you knew that your amh was low mm-hmm. and you're going to see dr keong did you guys still try naturally or not because i guess i was think still on the medication yeah chris was still on yeah. his
2: medication so we weren't yeah we still had to be careful so we couldn't really because even if you
1: did fall pregnant you that that's still obviously a high risk that yeah yeah, yeah. and mm. even
2: before that I suppose I don't know if it's because I was I was on the pill for most of my life mm-hmm. just because of my endo. So I'd never even had. Do you know I'd never even had one pregnancy skirt Yeah. My wow. whole
0: life. Yeah. I never have, ever. Yeah, I've never yeah. had to do a pregnancy test yeah, like at all. That's yeah. Which is in some ways quite good, I guess. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they're not. Um. Quickly, just going back to like the endo because I mean neither Sarah nor I have had the had the laparoscopy. So yep. could you tell us like. Is that, like, a lot of downtime? Is it a pretty simple day procedure? Yep. Was it painful? Like, how would... If, like, listeners are worried about that. what would you, would you just have any recommendations or...
2: Um Yeah, so it's a day procedure mm-hmm. um, for most people unless it's a bit more complicated and then you've got to stay in overnight. Mm-hmm. So the ones I've had has just been day. Um, and then mine, I've just had three incisions. Mm-hmm. Downtime, probably by day five, I was pretty good. I think I went back to work maybe... I think like around day six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the first few days, definitely like you sore, but they still say to get moving. So basically, they blow your stomach up with gas and then you get a lot of shoulder tip pain. Mm, so then you're bad. kind of going to yeah. get that. Uh, that's probably like the most. Because it's got nowhere to go well. on your body, hey, yeah. It's got a, yeah and it's just I've really heard that.
0: Yeah. So with it, being a hairdresser, that would be like so hard to oh. like go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um...
2: But yeah, probably day five, I think I was pretty good. And Um, is it keyhole surgery? Yeah. Yeah. yep. So just keyhole surgery as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, from that, they can just see everything. Mm -hmm. And some people, as you said, like don't even know they have it. Some people don't even have period pain. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Dr. Keong is very, I wouldn't say everybody, but a lot of couples that start IVF with him, he will investigate first Mm -hmm. before then starting IVF, Yeah, which I would recommend as well. How many
1: laparoscopies have you had now? Three. Three? And yeah. one of them being with Dr. Keong? Yes. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, yeah we're lucky that he does. Um, and he's also an excision um, specialist as well. So he actually cuts out the endo rather than just lasering oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah which so is, that's better? Do you yeah, yeah. Definitely a lot better as well. Yeah. So, I mean, your endo always grows back. Yeah. I don't think you can ever get rid of it yeah so yeah Yeah. definitely find a specialist that will cut it out rather than laser as well Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
1: okay so fast forward you've gone to dr keong and he has suggested that you can try Mm -hmm. however he wants you to keep in the back of your mind about the egg donor
2: yes um so we did ended up doing three rounds of ivf with my eggs we never got any embryos to freeze with my eggs first round we ended up with four eggs and we actually got one embryo out of that mm-hmm. um which we transferred but that wasn't successful the second round we ended up with another embryo and on our way to driving to the clinic they said that it had stopped progressing mm-hmm. so we didn't make it to transfer that, that been, one yeah that was really hard yeah, yeah. i think we were so in the close. car park and we got oh. in the call, and i was just like <gasps> you devastated. know what? i actually thought
0: of that when i was getting my transfer because she actually said I was so so lucky. She said, "Oh, your embryo has actually progressed one further. It's like gone to a six, and it's hatched from this shell. I don't yeah, even know what that really means." But That's good. Yeah, and That's she was really saying to me, you know, so she said sometimes we get people and they downgrade. Yeah, and I just thought to myself in that moment I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so blessed because I couldn't imagine, yeah, them, like what just happened to you getting the call. I'm really mm-hmm. sorry you can't come in today. You've just." Probably taking the day off work. Your mindset's so ready to have that transfer. Yeah. That's a whole month fail. Like, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, be yeah hard. that
1: would have been really hard for yeah. you. Like yeah. such a high.
0: And just... knowing you
1: have to go through that process again or then yeah. go to the, you know, you would have so much hope that, oh, this might be the time that, yeah. you know, it's going to work. and Definitely. Yeah
0: um so we thought we'll do one more round and Um, every time you had because you only got one embryo from each so you had to keep doing the needles every every month yeah Yeah. so we only
2: ever got four eggs three eggs and then our final round was our worst round i just didn't respond like my body didn't respond i think i only had two follicles so that round was actually cancelled yeah so, yeah, we didn't get anywhere with that. How and did you find the IVF process? For me, the needles and the medication, easy. Yeah. That didn't even... Did you have any side effects? Or... No, I was no. really lucky. I mean, a bit emotional. Yeah, and Just with the blinds and everything. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. But I think for me, it's just the waiting. Mm. Mm. They always phoned Chris as well. They never phoned me at work because, oh. like, say with the like we well, our one little embryo if they were phoning and saying, Oh, it hasn't made it, I would just be like <gasps> yeah, yeah too emotional. Yeah. Um, so you opted um, for him to be Yeah. that's so nice. cool. Yeah. 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 So yeah. they always phoned Chris just yeah. with our updates. Yeah. Um and then yeah, our last round got cancelled totally. And then we saw Dr. Kyong and he just said that he thinks it would be better if we did find an egg donor. Mm-hmm. And just to have a think about it, if we wanted to do more rounds, then we could do that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, realistically for us, you've got to think about it financially as well. Like, Mm. it's, I think, nearly 14 grand a round of IVF. I mean... If you've got the money, that's really good. But it's mm. hard, definitely. Yeah.
1: And do you still have to pay that even if it's a, like, cancelled
2: cycle? Or? I think you still have to pay a cancellation fee. It was maybe, like, $1,000. Mm-hmm. So you still have to pay some. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, you, I mean, you have to take that into account as well. Mm-hmm. And just mentally for me, I was... Oh, yeah. With I think if I was maybe 25, it would have been totally different, but I was 38. Mm. So...
1: You're thinking like your time's running out. you like, out. Yeah, yeah. It's just more and more. So over the space of your three cycles, mm-hmm. uh, well sort of two and a half I guess, how long was that like over what it time took period? us
2: two years to have cocoa. Yeah. Yeah. To but get... like
1: to, from the time that you started your first round. Yep. And then got to the point of when you were doing the egg donor. I think it? we
2: did our first three cycles within a year. Yeah. So we kind of I think the first two we did I did my laparoscopy. Um and then from then on, we did the cycles pretty close together. Did you have to wait long after the laparoscopy? No. So Dr. Kyung recommends as soon as you get your period, do you, like, start. So if you want to do a transfer because you've totally cleaned out. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, the endo,
1: if it's aggressive, can
2: come back quite quickly. Yeah. So he always recommends, like, definitely get onto it as quick as you can. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we just had a bit to think about, and then – um I'm really lucky my husband was on board with whatever we had to do to have a baby so mm-hmm. he said if we need to find an egg donor then that's what we'll do mm-hmm. um, And this
1: whole time was he off the medication or do, can they can he give a sample and they freeze it or
2: Yeah so he yeah. sorry we had to wait 3 months I think and then we I think I had my laparoscopy done and then we went into IVF So yeah for the med- his medication to yeah. be yeah but did he have to be system. off
1: it? Because like every time you did an IVF cycle, did he give like a fresh sample? So he yes, yeah. so he then couldn't he was keep taking yeah. the medication. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah. So
2: he was off the medication yeah. until we had finished our. So that
1: plays into a lot of you know hardship as well because you're t- making all these sacrifices yeah. mentally and physically, and then yeah. yeah.
2: And for even for him to come off his medication mentally was hard for him because oh, of he's like, oh, I'm gonna get this pain. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, then we set out looking for an egg donor. We were really lucky um, with Dr. Keong. We've actually had a Facebook group for Monash. So Mm -hmm. if you're going through the transfer cycle, you can post and ask questions. Mm -hmm. And our egg donor, Jess, um, so she's actually done three donations. She'd done one donation before us and then was looking to donate again. Um, And she's also donated to a same-sex couple in Sydney. Two guys Um, as well. Yeah. Um, What a great, like, what a beautiful gift. Yeah, that was the last one she wanted to do. And she's quite young, isn't she? She was only 23, yeah, when she started donating her eggs. And
0: what made her, because you are friends now, you've said, so what made her want to do donor? Because that's really cool. Um, Her and her husband,
2: she's actually had both of her tubes removed. Yeah. So, and they've been through IVF. And then I think basically just from that, she just, yeah, wanted to do an egg donation to try and help a couple just like start a family that was struggling. And it just happened that she actually put a post on our Facebook group for Monash. And I replied to it. And just, I think just all of our stars aligned. Um, we'd just been told we need to find an egg donor. just put the post up probably a few days later. Yeah, wow. And I just thought, I'll have a chat with her and yeah. see what she says. And, yeah, we honestly met and just got along so well. Mm. So she actually chose us to donate yeah, to. Did she, oh, did, wow. did she get a lot of interest, yes. I can imagine? Yeah. 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 Um, and then, yeah, she told us that she would donate to us. So for me, I suppose people... I don't know some couples being told that they need to like find an egg donor would be super hard. For me it was an another possibility of having a baby and I felt I honestly felt like relieved like mm, mm. this big burden had been lifted off my chest. Mm. So and she actually actually already had done an egg donation and it was a really successful donation to um for their cycle as well. Um so probably knew that yeah we
0: were going to be lucky that way too. yeah and did you choose like did she look anything like you or like your husband or does was there anything like that or was it just like you just felt that connection was really strong like,
2: yeah yeah I probably even if she didn't we all my husband Jess and I all have blue eyes mm-hmm. um and so that's probably one thing we have in common but do you know even if she didn't look like and yeah, i mean it? we don't look that similar yeah. but maybe a few similar similarities mm-hmm. um i wouldn't have i don't i don't know i don't for me don't even think about that no like yeah. at all and people now just tell me oh she looks so much like you mm. and if i
0: don't i'm not always like oh she's actually egg donor yeah, so yeah, we don't need to don't really yeah. Need to do no. either yeah did you ever feel like has anyone ever kind of been like oh like kind of made you feel like Shocked because I think egg donor is not that common yet, and yes. I think so. Do people ever make you feel like not feel, but you know, like inadequate, ina- or you know, like you oh, know, oh, did you do an egg don't don't donor, know. like, or was there any judgment passed, or do you feel like everyone's being really supportive?
2: Everyone has been really supportive. Probably more than anything, if I do say, oh, she's actually egg donor conceived they probably don't keep talking about it, maybe because they don't know what to say. Yeah. Probably
0: more the stigma around it. Like, yeah. don't want to say the wrong thing, but then yeah. they get awkward. It's yeah. sort
1: of like even stigma around IVF in general, where yeah. someone's yeah. like, oh, you,
2: okay. And then they're like, yeah. oh, I don't know what to say. Yeah. 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 But
1: if we normalize that conversation, because it, it's, you at the end of the day, you're getting the same yeah. thing that everyone, a you know, yeah, it yeah. doesn't really yeah. matter. Yeah, exactly. It's just such a, it's such a beautiful thing that that's available. And mm. like, yeah, IVF in general is just so amazing that it gives you know people that opportunity.
0: So you kind of believe maybe without her you might have not be able to have a family. Like they would, be... yeah. yeah well, know. What's but... the process
1: if she hadn't have offered? Is there is there sort of like, um, not like a website but like a database? Yeah, like, there is people... website. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, okay.
2: Okay. So there's different. Um, I think most people go through Egg Donation Australia. Mm-hmm. So you basically have to put a profile up. So Chris and I have to put pictures up and just write a bit about ourselves, about our journey and why we need an egg donor um but we were really lucky that we and we wanted to do a known donor as well Mm -hmm. so when coco is old enough she's going to be told how she was conceived she's Mm -hmm. met jess if she wants to like jess is jess is our friend now like Mm -hmm. she yeah that's probably what's gonna make me emotional she's (sighs) just amazing like she's such a beautiful person and she's always going to be in our lives Mm. so yeah well she's given you the greatest gift yeah and every time you look at her you'd literally and i think if jess is jess is a part of her she's such a beautiful person like we're so blessed like that coco yeah comes from her as well so Mm,
1: that's great so when she she obviously had to go through the same sort of um process like taking yep. the medication and doing the egg retrieval and then how many eggs and embryos did she get So
2: yeah um she had to do a full IVF cycle um and we were super lucky so we'd gone from my 4 and 3 eggs to 35 eggs Oh my goodness Whoa. wow yeah, that's amazing Um and she has amazing quality Eggs, my husband has really good sperm, which we're lucky with as well. And we ended up with 18 frozen embryos. Wow, that's so cool! Yeah, yeah. so super lucky. Yeah. I think it's like a record
0: at yeah, I was <laughs> say, honey, yeah, that's and yeah. all good
2: quality embryos. So oh, wow. we were just like blown away. So, and like that was such, I don't know, we were just one step closer to having a baby. Yeah, how did
1: that feel when they told you that, oh, that you just had 18 chances?
2: Oh, amazing! Yeah, and like, but Jess is such a perfectionist. She's like, I feel like we could have gotten a few more. I'm like, stop. <laughs> like, no. How,
0: like, I remember I got <laughs> eight and my stomach was like, I lost six months pregnant. So, was she bloated and like, she thought, or she handled it really well?
2: Um, Yeah, she gets a lot of ovary pain. Yeah. But super lucky. Um, so, she's done a cycle for herself and then now she's done four cycles. Um she's never ended up like overstimulated yeah, wow. ever yeah, wow. ever That's at cool. all yeah really really yeah. lucky yeah okay. so yeah so um talk us through
1: i guess the next steps from there so you've got your 18 embryos yeah. ready to go
2: yeah so we had our 18 embryos frozen and then we got all prepped for a transfer a fresh one no because our cycles didn't line up oh, okay. so yeah. we ended up just freezing them all and then um, I did a frozen transfer, mm-hmm. so we transferred, um, an amazing, and we were lucky. I think all of our embryos are mostly A and B quality as well. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, transferred the embryo and that didn't work. That was really hard for me. Cause I was like, we've this got these amazing like, embryos yeah. and my body still isn't doing what it's meant to mm-hmm.
0: do. So you blamed yourself there because totally.
2: Yeah. Yeah always I mean it's hard even way back like when we we're doing IVF I, I even said to Chris like oh, if you don't want to be with me like I totally understand like I, I don't know if I can give you a baby it's mm. so hard like yeah, there's so, so many so other hard. things
1: that come into this journey for for people that some people wouldn't even realize yeah. like it can be detrimental to some relationships because mm. it is just oh. such a hard time it can either make, make or you, break yeah definitely yeah. Yeah. so yeah um, yeah it sounds like he's a really caring and supportive partner yeah. so
2: yeah really really supportive as well and always positive it was probably me that was like not as positive as him he's like we'll keep going keep mm, trying yeah. and it we, will work yeah. 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 yeah whereas I'm probably a bit more the Debbie downer
1: and so with that embryo did it did it take or anything or you just got your period, just got sort my period. Of two weeks later yeah, yeah. Okay. so I got my
2: period and yeah that was really hard I think we went straight into another transfer. Um, so first round, tra- first transfer, we just transferred one. Second, Dr. King said, well, "Let's do a double transfer. If we ended up with twins, we we're going to be happy. Mm-hmm. We want two kids. So if that's what, what yeah, would have worked out." Yeah. Um, so we went to our transfer. He said, "All right, everything's done." And then the embryologist came back in and said that one of the embryos was stuck in the catheter and oh, then I was like oh and then so they had to then put that embryo in so then we called that little embryo sticky and we ended, <laughs> yeah we ended up with one baby out of that so do you think obviously not the one that was stuck the actual the first one no I think no. the one apparently if it does get stuck it's you've got a really high chance of like oh. it sticking oh, yeah I've never no. had it. that's cool I don't so, know then, the then. odds of it happening but yeah so we ended up did a pregnancy test and it's the first time I've ever got those lines. Yeah. I just wanted those lines. Did I you mean? do an early test? Yeah, we yeah. tested just before. Um, I feel like who doesn't
1: do an early test? I was, like, I was, I was wanted, not going. To. You want to mentally prepare yourself, like yeah. you know, when I've done mine, I the blood test where they you do the blood test and they call you a few hours later. I'm like, I'm gonna be at work. Like, I need to mentally
2: prepare Me myself. Do. Like, yes, <laughs> you no, know? definitely. So, yeah.
1: um, yeah. So, how was that feeling? You just like, oh, yeah. No, so did
2: the Test, put it in the packet and then I gave it to Chris. Chris didn't want to test early, and I was like, I just exactly the same, I just want to be prepared. So I think we did it a couple of days before. Mm-hmm two super strong lines, and I was just I, – I think I was just in disbelief, like, yeah. I, is this for real? Like, It's yeah. such a
1: weird feeling when you've been trying for so long. It's almost like that excitement is taken away because you're like, wait a minute, wait.
2: Yes. Oh, okay. We're actually is at this, this point. Real? Yeah, <laughs> is
1: this real life? Like, is that my pregnancy test? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like, yeah. It, yeah, it's such a surreal
2: feeling. Definitely. So yeah, we were of course super duper happy, and then I had my bloods done at ten days past the five day transfer, and my hCG was eleven hundred, mm-hmm. so super high. And then that point, we didn't know if one or two had stuck either. I was either. gonna say that. Oh, Did you think like, oh, they're like that's very high, but that just could mean like a really strong embryo, and mm-hmm. hCG levels like don't indicate anything anyway. I think it's just how much hCG secretes out of your yeah. body. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I didn't have to have repeat bloods. My progesterone was great. HCG was great. Um, and then, yeah, we had a scan, I think it's seven weeks and there was a little cocoa. Aww. So, and everything, heartbeat and everything yeah, it was, a, was did, perfect. Did you have a good pregnancy? Like there, was
1: there any scares? Did you have any bleeding or?
2: Um, I think I had a bleed maybe, maybe like a week or two after that. I had a little bit of bleeding as well. Were you really worried? Um, yeah, I, but... I think my fertility clinic just said, "Look, that's really common." Yeah. So it only lasted a couple of days, which I was lucky with, and then yeah, stopped after that. Mm-hmm. I think after the transfer, I had so much, I was super bloated and a lot of cramping, which I thought, "Oh, my period's coming," but that was apparently yeah, the implantation, yeah, and then, yeah oh, the baby oh, doing its thing. as well. So yeah, did you
1: get? It's, it's, an, oh, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> such a it's such a um a mind fuck when it's like (laughs) should i swear when you get those symptoms because it it mimics your period symptoms like pregnancy it's so like and even on progesterone they're the same symptoms as well like the amount of times that all of us have probably thought, oh, I'm probably pregnant. And then you
2: get your period. Yeah. (laughs) You talk yourself into it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
0: Dr. Google and yeah. Um, What about the progesterone? How long did they want you to stay on it for?
2: I stayed on it for 12 weeks. I was like, I'd rather just stay on it Mm. even though it's the worst thing in the world. (laughs) but So what? So 12 weeks and then, yeah, just basically stopped after that. So I think I stopped
0: just after my 12-week scan and everything with that was perfect, perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and did you have morning sickness or daytime you know pregnancy sickness or were you fine i was super lucky i just felt quite tired at night time yeah. i think just
2: from working
0: i'd wake up feeling
2: amazing never felt nauseous no sickness at all Yeah. Wow. but just really tired
0: yeah
2: um but then probably from there uh, probably for about twenty weeks, I had a lot of swelling. So mm-hmm. just lots and lots of swelling, and from being a hairdresser, yeah, um, I actually have carpal tunnel surgery while I was pregnant wow. because I had so oh, much wow. pain in my hands from this, like the
1: movements of being a hairdresser. Do you think? Or no, just... just from
2: so much swelling. From yeah, being, wow. I just, I had a little like carpal tunnel symptoms before being pregnant and then being pregnant my hands looked like sausages like I just had swelling everywhere so I ended up having that done and that's a sign
1: of preeclampsia isn't it
2: were they worried about that yeah so and then I think maybe around 33 weeks Coco's growth um started slowing down as well so my placenta wasn't functioning very well um so then they just kept an eye on that because yeah, her growth didn't. Is that a side effect of IVF sometimes as yes. well? Yes, yeah, and age as well. Okay. So I think with me being a bit older, um, but it can be IVF thing mm-hmm. definitely as well. So and then yeah, I did end up with preeclampsia. Oh,
1: okay, when the did end, they
2: pick that up? At 37 weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and then, but yeah, I was swollen, like my feet, I couldn't wear shoes, oh, Birkenstocks and I had to make a hole like, <laughs> to fit into them. And was it, so what all, season like, was, was it? And Coco was born in February, so oh. it was hot. Oh. It was Weston. <laughs> <Nightmare, So>. Honestly, <laughs>
1: being like swollen and yeah. like, yeah, that would just
2: and sweaty. Oh, um, so I remember so just funny. being at the hospital, looking down at my feet and then the other pregnant lady's feet with no swelling. And I was oh. like. <laughs> and so when they um
1: diagnose you with preeclampsia because i know that they like to monitor you and can sometimes want to book you in for a c-section can't they
2: Do yeah they? yep so i went in for my scan just to check everything with coco um they I tested positive for preeclampsia and I didn't leave the hospital then. Oh, no, no. So did like you have they, your hospital bag packed? Yeah, packed, packed. <laughs> oh, good. I like, was like oh what are we, I... we gonna do with the dog? Yeah, like, shit, I'm not prepared. And I was like, Oh, can I just go home? They're like, Oh no, you're not leaving, you're having a baby <laughs> now and I was like, Oh, okay. I didn't bring a toothbrush. Yeah exactly. So yeah, pack your bag early <laughs> yeah, no, no, Just no. leave it in the car, ready to yeah. go. Yeah, actually. Um so yeah, I didn't um and then got induced straight away basically that day Mm -hmm. um because i think yeah really preeclampsia is not good for myself and not good for coco as well Mm -hmm. um and then got induced do you want to know about the yeah yeah um and then ended up doing 20 hours labor Mm -hmm. and then coco's heart rate throughout the labor kind of went up and down as well and then ended up having emergency cesarean um and then she was five pound five, so she was little. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, we... That's tiny, yeah, Yeah, she was like a bag of bones. Yeah. <laughs> <But> she was <laughs> more weeks early? Three, Three weeks. weeks. Three weeks early. Because she had stopped
1: growing earlier. Yeah, because hey, so, yeah. And then
2: they, they do tell. They said once um, they did take the placenta they said it was not good like they can mm-hmm. tell like if it was a nice healthy placenta yeah. or yeah like by the color and everything yeah on yeah so they said mine definitely wasn't good mm-hmm. and that yeah as you said that can be an IVF thing as well yeah but probably because of my age um and then we both ended up staying in hospital for a couple of weeks just because my blood pressure was still like not good mm-hmm. and just had to get cocoa a little bit And how was your recovery after the C-section? Mine wasn't good either. So my C-section scar got infected. So that made... I was on IV antibiotics after that as well. And then actually went home and then had to go back to hospital Oh, so um, were more were you in hospital for two weeks and then went home yeah. and then had oh Yeah, gosh. and then had to go back yeah. just to get that kind of cleared up as well.
1: And I feel like a hospital environment it's when you're tired and you're healing and you just want to be with your fresh baby. Like yeah. you just want to be at home in your own space. Yeah.
2: Mm. I was lucky that um so Coco was born at the end of Feb and then COVID started. So oh. she could come back to hospital with me, so I was really lucky yeah. that way. Yeah. Um and then, yeah, after we got the, that cleared up, I was, yeah, really good. Yeah. And how so, old's Coco now? So, Coco is
1: 18 months old. Aww, she's
2: so gorgeous. Yeah.
1: Well. And I must ask, where did the name Coco come from?
2: So, my husband thought of Coco. Oh, um, so cute. Yeah. So, I liked Banks. So, her name's Coco Banks Elton. Nice. Very cute. And then, yeah, Chris came up with Coco. Yeah. And just so, through, so, so much. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So um so where are you at
1: now? So you said that you want to have two kids. Yeah, so
2: we're back trying. We've just last month did a transfer and that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um so we're actually in the midst of doing another transfer. And then, if this doesn't work, I'll have another laparoscopy mm-hmm. just to get everything cleared out. And then. Yeah, because it's been about 18 months. Or yeah. Nearly um, two I think years. Um, 2018. Oh, no, because it
1: was a lot before you fell pregnant with Coco. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, and you're pregnant for nine months.
2: Yeah. What am I took one. I was <laughs> like,
1: <Are you laughs> so I with... Darla, it was like three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, so 2018
2: was my yeah. last one. So he recommended to have another one just to. Because mm-hmm. we've got so many embryos. He said do a couple like if we were to do another double transfer (sighs) (laughs) you'll probably get the twins this time yeah (laughs) so no we're just going to do the single because we yeah yeah at least you know that you have so
1: many strong embryos as well that and you've had a bit of a break and you've got cocoa that would obviously keep you on your feet as well so i feel like when you're going through the mix of it and you you start getting really impatient when you don't get success yeah so you sort of like yeah
2: whereas now I think because we do have cocoa I don't feel as stressed Mm. when we were trying I mean it's so hard so so hard like for me even even when my friends would tell me when I was pregnant I would just it was hard yeah Mm. like I was so happy for them but then I'd go home and cry and just even seeing a pregnant person, like it's yeah, such a bittersweet was,
1: thing. Like you're so happy for people, but then a part of you just makes it's you're sad for yourself. Oh, not totally jealous. You're just sad. Yeah, I think and, I was jealous as yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's, it's only natural. Like yeah, you're, you're going yeah. through so many emotions. You're pumping yourself full of endless hormones. It's just yeah, you're only mm. you're only humans. So, yeah, but yeah, know.
2: we're honestly so lucky to have Coco, and we've still got. Oh, what now
0: 14 frozen embryos as well yeah. so so lucky and you know your body can carry a pregnancy you've had coco so that's yeah. like probably in your mind like i think before falling pregnant with the fact like you know you're always thinking can i even have kids is, is it something i yeah. can even do whereas mm-hmm. you're now like okay i've done it once i can do it again yeah it gives you a little bit more hope probably and you had a
1: like a good pregnancy except for the, obviously the preeclampsia but yeah which i think is a really positive thing as well yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and just... have you guys, do you guys know what you're going to do with your embryo? Like, you know, say you have your second child, do, would you?
2: Yeah, so we've actually discussed that with Jess um, because Jess has done three donations. I think if we all ended up on donating, there's going to be a lot of half-siblings. Oh, of so, course. So, yeah, the first donation, they've got three. They had twins and one. And then um, they're same-sex couple, the guys um, in Sydney, they're... One of their sisters is actually caring for them, so she's pregnant, mm-hmm. and then Jess has to have her family as well. So if we all ended up on donating, this is going to be too many. Yeah, yeah. So you have a map Is there a maximum? There's like a maximum? maximum? Yeah. Oh, I think it's ten. Okay. Before yeah. Jess has her and kids, and you wouldn't want to
1: donate, and then other people have their kids, and then you're, you know, well, you you're like cut to like one yeah. or two. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Yeah. So we're not going to be on donating, and that is one thing that Jess said to us and which we're totally fine with as well so she still has to she's still having a few fertility issues herself so Mm -hmm. yeah for her she wants to start her family as well yeah
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
2: and can you
1: i'm not sure if this is a thing but can you donate it to like science and testing or i don't don't know know about that i have
2: have heard that yeah
1: i don't know what kind of things they would do yeah you never know they might like like, make clones or something i don't
0: know
2: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, if we can do that, Conspiracy we theorists do that as well. Yeah. So. Um,
0: can we ask as well how much it does ballpark figure, like add extra on top of the IVF process to get a donor? Because obviously, yep. we, you know, we've never had it to, to It's get not really
1: something that you can sort of look up or that's common knowledge. Yeah. I know that people have a rough estimate of what IVF can cost, depending on the specialist that you see. But, yeah, yeah I guess the donor egg part is...
2: So... There's no – you don't actually ever pay the donor anything mm-hmm. um, in Australia. I think it's illegal to do that. Um, so you've just got the cost. So there's pre screen blood tests that your donor has to go through. Yeah. So you've got to pay all the blood tests for that. For us, she'd already done that previously with her um, first donation. Oh, okay. So we were really lucky we didn't have to pay for that. But, I mean, that can probably be up to – a thousand dollars Yeah, wow. and then you have to do counseling together as well mm-hmm. just, just so to then, make sure
1: that everyone's okay with yeah you know the process yeah
2: and, and what you want out of the donation so if you want to still be in contact if you oh, don't yes. want to be in contact yeah. um yeah, so you just sit down with the counsellor and talk about all of that as well. Because mm-hmm. I think that's definitely important, what you both want out of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Because I think that's really, I love that you're so open about it. But yeah. like, I think there's going to be people out there that might not be and might yes. not even want to tell people they've done yeah, it. Yeah, definitely.
2: So. Everyone's totally different. So, yeah. um, and then basically it's just her cycle. So I think Monash, um, a whole like, cycle's $14,000. And then you just pay for all of her meds. Um, And any other costs that incur that you have to pay for. So you would have to
1: pay for your cycle and her cycle.
2: Well, her cycle, like she went, yeah, did the IVF cycle. Oh, but you just do the frozen. Yeah. Because is
1: that a lot cheaper? Because you're not having to do the egg retrieval and the, like pay for the anaesthetic and everything?
2: Well, you still have to do that because she does it all instead of me doing it. (laughs)
1: No, but like as, as in you pay for that for um, Jess, yeah. but then when you're doing your frozen embryo transfer. You just and pay so... for the transfer. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Each time, like like when you do your next one, you'll do the same thing. Yes. And like even like like laparoscopy, I mean, obviously everyone would be different prices for that, but is yeah. that kind of a couple of I thousand? Think, or?
2: I think with Dr. Keong, oh, that was about 7000 okay. You can go on a public system yeah. um, and wait for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people so... don't have private
1: health. Yeah, uh, if we don't have that, private yeah. health,
2: so then that'd be a lot cheaper as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but I think that added up. Yeah, that was about 7,000. Yeah, it's like bloody expensive when you have fertility issues, yeah, isn't it? it
1: is. Don't, anyone that just has sex and falls pregnant, don't take that for granted for a second. Because yeah. like even, oh there's God. obviously like the mental and like so many other things, but then it's the financial. But yeah, like some people don't well. have the money to just do like cycle after cycle. And, you know, like we've gone down the bog billing IVF mm-hmm. route first yeah um, because we may not have just jumped straight into IVF as quickly as we did yeah because of the price factor so um yeah that definitely comes into play so Mm. yeah even bulk billing still adds up oh yeah it's just that
2: extra money that you've got yeah I think we're nearly up to like five thousand or six thousand and then there's all the medications
1: and everything that are covered by um bog billing so yeah. yeah not
0: to mention what you're doing for like the whole year or year and a half before you even yeah get the, supplements IVF, the supplements and... And yeah like a country, yeah you know so it's like this like never ending but yeah you just i guess you just don't have a little savings account for your <laughs> fertility do you yeah. <laughs> like no one really thinks about that and then it all of a sudden hits you and you've kind yeah. of got to start digging into wherever you know mm-hmm. make your house you make it work or, yeah 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 yeah, yeah but, but it's
1: all worth it at the end when you oh know, once you have coke, that baby yeah um, just, you yeah. know i forgot
2: until I did this recent transfer, I'm like, oh yes, it's all coming back now. You just you forget it all. Yeah. Like you don't. We don't Mine, even money think of the money. And goes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You just. We're so blessed and so very lucky. Mm. But yeah, even if my story can help one person that's struggling, oh, I'm with, sure it will. Oh God, yeah. Equality mm-hmm. or yeah, yeah, okay. it will. And
1: if if. You could give anyone any advice that's sort of starting their journey or has endo or mm. needs to um, go down the deg, egg deg. <laughs> the egg the donor route. Like what what would you say to them?
2: I think just definitely going earlier on, I would even from like 25, mid-20s go and, and, which I tell everyone now, like go and get your bloods done, get your AMH test mm-hmm. so you know where you're sitting at as mm-hmm. well because I think egg freezing a lot more there's a lot more awareness about Mm -hmm. it now definitely and if i could have done that when i was 25 because i think people think
1: like oh i don't want to have a baby right now so like it's you know yeah yeah
2: well i know a girl one of my friends who's 19 has bad endo as well and her amh is already down to eight at 19 oh my gosh so you never know like yeah so yeah she's looking
1: you never think you're gonna be the one Until you're the one.
0: Literally. Oh, totally. You just think, oh, it's going to be all good. Oh, that sucks for them, but it won't happen to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I think just, yeah, if you are told that you do need to find an egg donor, like, I probably just think don't overthink it. And that's another way of having a family Mm. and being one step closer. Yeah, so Your I, are don't even, over. I don't even. I don't even think about line. Coco not being biologically mine. Like yeah. she's my baby. Yeah. yeah, of course. And you, carried and her, you bonded with her. Yeah, like it's,
0: it's really. I think people get yeah stuck on all the facts, but really at the end of the day, she's she's yours. Yeah. She's, mm. yeah, and even
2: Jess says that she for her, she gets so she just gets so much reward out of seeing how happy you are mm. with her. She goes that's just and she doesn't even think of Coco as her own at all. Like she just. She said, "It just makes me so happy seeing how
0: happy you guys are." Yeah, that's amazing. That's honestly the best gift anyone can give. I guess if you're listening to this podcast and you're like thinking you'd love to be a donor, yeah, I mean, exactly get as in well. touch with, I guess, what Monash or one of these websites or something. Because yeah, but we yeah, obviously we'll need more people out there. I'm we'll sure.
1: Put the links in the show notes on if anyone wants to look into it and get more information on it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: and we'll post some your... lovely people out there can we pop your instagram in the show notes if yeah to definitely or if or... anyone
2: wants to ask me anything yeah. feel free to reach out yeah for yeah. sure love to help out
0: Amazing. Right. Well, thank well, you so much yeah, thank, thank you. you yeah i really appreciate you coming on and i'm sure everyone will get so much out of this episode thank you so much all right bye guys bye. See ya.
1: just a reminder to everyone listening that we see you we hear you and that you are not alone in this
0: Yeah, and just remember, guys, head over to our Instagram at infertilityandbeyond underscore. Send us a message. Let us know what you thought of today's show, and all corresponding links will be in our show notes. All right. Until next time. See you guys. Bye -bye. Bye.